All right, and welcome into the Oklahoma Sports Podcast. We are the little podcast on the prairie. I'm Jared, and uh, Chase is sitting over there. What's up, Chase? What's good, J-Mac? I'm excited to talk a little Oklahoma City Thunder today. Yeah, I kind of had a few ups and downs this past week, yeah, but excited to talk but nonetheless. That's, but that's what makes it fun to talk about. Yeah. It. It'd be, you know, it'd be awesome to go undefeated every time and be like, hey, we, you know, 4 0 that week or whatever, 3 0 that yeah. week. But we've had a few weeks happen. like that already, too. Which I know, has been nice. yeah. So I guess lead us off. Let's 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 start with uh, Paul George's big game against the Nets. Oh man, because uh, that was a pretty special performance. Yeah, it was. You and you watch that. You watch the first half, and you just I'm, oh, we I'm were sure. yeah, we were out. Yeah, yeah, we were out. It was just like I'm not watching this team play. Like I've had it. You know, it like, was one of those ugly games like from last year where yeah. just nobody really cared that much, and the other team was making everything. It felt like it wasn't even that bad a defense. I don't think. Just, just them hitting shots. Yeah, I mean that's what it was. And again, you know the Nets aren't, and they're they're a bad team. But if you don't come to play, then then they can beat you on on a night because they just give maximum effort. They're not a team that's really trying to tank. They're just a bad team who just it, they just don't right. have the talent. So they're gonna play hard every night. It's different when you play a team like that because again, if you have a bad night shooting or just don't bring the energy, you're not there mentally. They'll beat you. Right. And in the first half, they just. They had the foot on the throat of the thunder, like it was. It was bad. And then the fourth quarter came. Paul and George came alive, and it was cool. I was talking to, to a coworker about this. The cool thing about that was, oh, uh, the thunder were getting a stop, and they would go down and get a quick bucket. It wasn't like let's run a full possession. It was like, all right, what what we were doing earlier wasn't working. Let's run yep. through PG, see what he can do, and uh, he played hero that game. Yeah, he oh he played great, and that, I like that too because like. Like everybody on the on the floor, including Russ, acknowledged like, "Yo, PG's hot. Get him the rock. Like we're getting stops yeah. on the defensive end. Let's get him the ball. Let Let's get it moving." And and he just, I mean, he went off for what? I think he had 27? 27 in, in the twenty seven in the fourth. Just hit a game winner. Like, and it's that that play most, drop was perfect. It's the most in a I think in a quarter, but I'm gonna. It's definitely the most in the fourth quarter of any Oklahoma City Thunder player ever. Ever since the franchise moved over, so. yeah. It's uh, it was a a franchise record and it was a huge comeback. And then the, we got to talk about the game winning play. Uh, I thought it was a pretty pretty cool play that that he drew up. Yeah, shouts to Billy on that one. Where Russ kind of comes around a pick that I think Paul George said, if I'm remembering right. And so both guys come with him off of that, and all it's a pretty simple play. He just turns and pitches it back to Paul George. Yeah. And uh, Paul George he, pump fakes a defender. He gets one guy to fly him. by. Yeah. And then just calmly knocks knocks down the three pointer with like three. Seconds left to put a okay. See up one or two. Yeah, was put him up. Put him up two. Put him up two, yeah. and 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 then played great defense against the Nets on the way back. Somebody got a deflection. Yeah, Russ, 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 Russ got a deflection. There was like point one on the clock for right. them to get a shot up. And so at that point, you kind of knew like this is a wrap. But but the play design was perfect. Yeah, Russ comes off a, a Paul George screen, and Paul George doesn't actually set it. He just kind of slips it. Yeah, and fades off to the three point line, and Russ just kind of throws an over the head pass because you could tell that that team was so worried about. Russ penetrating and getting Driving in the to lane. the rim and laying up. That, yeah. The play call was perfect because instead of they having sunk in hard. Instead of, yes, instead of having Paul George try to try to cut to the basket, fade to the corner, kind of play all, like not be engaged in the play, they they ran a pick and roll with him, pick and pop. Like it, it was it was a thing of beauty. And then his pump fake sidestep, he hit the three. Like it was just it was great. And I couldn't believe the comeback happened. Like it was <laughs> pretty unreal. Yeah. And then. You know, emotional game like that. You see Russ, you know, pouring water over Paul George's head. It's it's so cool to be reminded how good Paul George can be uh, when when he's hot and when the team turns the reins over to him. He can definitely take over a game like that. Yeah, and and you know, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go at some Russ haters right now because right. because I saw it. Russ Russ played off the ball that whole fourth quarter. He comes down. He he takes two shots. I'm pretty sure the whole fourth quarter. He takes a three that he misses, and then he misses on a on a drive to the basket. And dudes were still picking out those two plays. <laughs> they still said, "Well, well, PG was hot, and Russ came down and, and took a three. Well, PG was hot, and Russ came down and penetrated. Like, what do you expect? You want Paul George to take all 25 shots in a quarter? How many they end up taking? Like, it's it's unrealistic to think that. And just to it's it just shows you that whatever Russ does. Dude, you're still gonna nitpick. Yeah, they're still. That's a, It's crazy. That's such a junior high mentality. Oh, you're not the best shooter on your team. You don't take any shots. Literally, get the ball to Johnson or whoever the best player on your team is. Get it to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't happen in professional basketball. If you're open, you're a professional, and you're gonna try to hit it. You're still gonna try to get the ball to to whoever's hot. But if you get a great look, you're gonna take, take it. it. Yeah. And Russ is an aggressive player. Yeah. He's gonna take some it, shots. Yeah. Even if it's, it's not a even if it's not a great look, like if he's if he's got somebody on their heels and he thinks he can attack, he's one of the most explosive players he won an in the league. Like, like I don't understand. Like two possessions out of the whole fourth quarter that he decided to ISO and try to work, and you're mad about those two possessions. Yeah. It's just it blows my mind. Like you can't even take into account what pg did you're, you are by saying oh well he was hot getting the ball but you're really not appreciating it because all you're doing is just saying oh well well rush should have rush should have passed the ball rush shouldn't have shot it all in the fourth quarter like like come on man get over yourself you know yeah and so then they had an unfortunate game next in chicago against the bulls just a bit of an emotional loss it was kind of a i mean it was a bulls, letdown the bulls played well though i mean you can make it about whatever laurie marketing uh, I think he had like 24 points, and yeah. he's coming pretty fresh off an injury. So the Bulls played well. I mean, there's nothing you can really say about that. You'd, you'd love to win that game, but you have written down here that the, the Thunder are 13-1 and against sub-500 teams. Yeah, which is which is a drastic change from last year. That loss against the Bulls was actually their first loss against a team with a record of that's below 500. And so... So that's just, it's big. Like this team's just playing with passion and fire every night. And you, you expect it on a road trip. Yeah. You're hitting the Eastern Conference. These teams aren't good. There's going to be a letdown. And after Paul George hit that game winner, you just, the the energy is sky high. And then you got to come come down and play Chicago. Yeah, you got to come down and play Chicago. There's like, you know, 3,000 people in you, the you arena. You can hear coaches yelling on the sidelines. And, and I love I love, I love love the Bulls. That it's Shouts to Stacey King, OU alum. You know, he still does, <laughs> he still does color for them. And, if you ever get a chance, listen to him because he says some outlandish stuff on the sidelines. But <laughs> it's great. But but yeah, they're a good team. They got some good young pieces, and I, the I think they're just, similar to the Nets in, yeah, in some ways, definitely. where they're they're kind of trying to tank, but those players kind of aren't. It's not like the those players are tired of like, losing. Hey, let's let's lose. They're like, you know what? I mean, we don't have great players. All the like, we have good young players, but we're not like completely fully built roster yet. But we're still going to go out and try to beat some good teams like the Thunder, and they're going to play up to teams like the Thunder. Yeah. And so this, these things happen. I tried not to get too much into it. What what one of the good things you said was this is a road game, and and yeah, it shows your 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 role players like Abrinas had just abysmal nights. I mean, he didn't shoot a whole lot. He only he only shot it four times, but he only made one shot. So yeah. And normally when when Abrinas is at his best, he's kind of he's a volume shooter he's actually right, shooting a right. lot normally, yeah. normally when he's which it may just be contributed if he hits his first two he's like i'm just going to be more aggressive sure but the games that you, you notice the games that okc blows a lot of people out plays well he's got he's got 10 to 15 uh off the bench he's hit three or four threes like he's played well i mean he's, yeah. he's a key cog to that bench unit and what they do yeah and i was going to say this he's he's going to learn eventually that um he's not a great defensive player he's got a he's going to give all his effort and everything 
but he has to understand that his value comes on offense. So just because he misses a couple shots, that doesn't mean he's not—it's not his night or whatever. You still gotta when you get a good shot, knock it down. You know what I mean? Because his value defensively is just not great enough for him to not shoot when the ball hits his hands. Yeah, exactly. And he's no, now don't get it twisted. He's been a lot better this year than yeah, he has yeah, in his no, past. I'm, and, that's what I'm saying. He's getting that, better and better. Yeah, but. and that may not even have him at an average defender. Like right. he's been that bad in years past. Yeah. But, but you're right. Like. He's got to be aggressive and look for a shot offensively. I mean, honestly, every guy does. Like, if, if Terrence Ferguson is going to stay in the corner wide open and catch the ball and just and sit there and think, it makes what, what teams do defensively just so easy on them because they know, like, he's not going to shoot with confidence. He's not going to attack off the bounce with confidence. Right. We don't have to worry about him. We're playing five on four. And and so so just everybody from, from the top down, you know, playing with confidence is, is going to be key. Yeah, it's going to be huge, and and you make a good point. Here's the other side of that. How many times do you think in his career, guys like Abrinas or, or guys like T-Ferg caught the ball and was like, ah, I probably shouldn't shoot this? That's not how they came up. That's not the brand of basketball that they that they got scouted on, that they got drafted for. You guys got drafted because you're athletic freaks. You shoot well. You do these things. Stop being so afraid that you're going to do something wrong i know that's a problem for a lot of young guys they just they don't want to mess up yeah uh and that's why hamadou diallo i think is so good on the other side of that spectrum he doesn't care no that dude missed dunks already he don't yeah. care he's just gonna he's just gonna play his brand of game that's how he that, he bet on himself that's how he got there that's the mentality i think you have to have and it's it, i think it's harder to have that on the road for whatever reason than it is we always see role players play a lot better at home yeah well it, it's just i think it's just a a, a, a fact of just comfort you yeah. know, role players who, you know, they'll they'll get up and, and and down to games, you know, just like just like star players will. But but that's what again separates a star player from from a, just a decent player is, is that they can bring it all eighty two, whereas a role player just they they get in their comfort zone at home. You know, they're used to they're used to the rims, they're used to the facilities, they they're used to you know just exactly how the, how the travel goes when they get to the gym, who they're working out with, everything like that. When you're on the road, just schedules change. You know, you may a flight may get delayed. You know, random things like that that could just alter what they're doing. Yeah, just every, for whatever reason. Professional athletes are just so routine based. It's it's yeah, kind of crazy. Talk to any talk to any pro. Listen to any pro interview. They talk about their routine constantly. Just about. And again, so don't get too upset about that Bulls loss. Again, the Thunder are 13 and one against sub 500 teams. Taking on Utah tonight, we've actually got it on the screen. You guys can't see it because this is uh, just a voice, just, uh, audio. just audio only. But we're we're watching the game, um, so we don't know the results of it yet. But the upcoming schedule that we have here is uh, Utah at home, uh, at New Orleans, at Denver, at the Clippers uh, at home, and Chicago again at home. Yeah, this is really just, this is a tough part of the schedule for OKC. You know, they got a few of these games at home with with the Jazz coming into town and then the Clippers back, which. I feel like this is the third or fourth time they've played the Clippers just in this first oh, man. first third of the season. I think season. it is the third time. I think it's the third as well. Uh, but but having them at home is crucial. But New Orleans and then Denver on the road is going to be tough. Denver's already got some injuries. That you know Gary Harris, one of their real good players, is out. Paul Millsap never can stay healthy. But that team's still deep and still good. So that game on the road is going to be a test. And then obviously tonight playing the Jazz. Jazz this are basically our rivals basically, as we talked about yeah, before. Which, There's a lot know. of players who don't like each other on these yeah, teams. Yeah, it's, it's more of a thing where the Jazz kind of proclaim the Thunder as their rival kind of thing. Yeah, it, it, it's like we hate y'all. So we hate like, y'all. So it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. And so it's always a fun game when these two teams play. There's a lot of high energy and, and there, there's just it. There's a lot that goes on, especially down in the paint. Like if you watch this game or watch this team play again, just, just watch 
guys battling and fighting down low because you're going to see a lot of elbows thrown. You're going to see just a lot of pushing, a lot of shoving, a lot of smack talk that you may not see on the perimeter just because they're down there and, and just really working. Yeah, it's it's body on body down there. Yes. So, yeah, but the nice thing for them is, is teams like Utah and New Orleans not quite having the season that they thought. Uh, the Clippers and, and Denver are both playing great, although both those teams, I think, they don't quite have the stars to, to probably match up with the Thunder. We'll see. Uh, we've see, already seen the Clippers play the Thunder well, and, and the same with Detroit. So we'll see, and then hopefully we get some revenge against Chicago. Yeah, I, I think so. And again, you know, Denver took a bad L. They lost to the Hawks the other night. Yeah, I saw they, that. They, they've had a, they've had a couple of losses that are kind of questionable, they're, but they're coming down to earth a exactly. little bit. Exactly, and, and that ways. team's just a roller coaster. They started nine and one. They lost six straight. You know, then they 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 win for like five out of six, and then now they they're they're losing four in a row. It's just a roller coaster with that team. And they just made that even so much more of a roller coaster locker room. Did you see that they signed uh, Swaggy oh, P? Yeah, Swaggy P's back. That best the, nickname in basketball. I forgot some guy was talking about. You know, he's like, "Oh, Swaggy P is really going to be getting mile high in Denver," mm. which is a you know whatever. But then it reminded me. Have you seen the video where he says, "Yeah," uh, he's like, he's obviously on something, or I don't know, he's not having a great time, and he goes. The reporter's talking to him or whatever. He's trying to get in a limo, and he says, "Legalize cocaine." I saw, yeah, like <laughs> so. He's now in Denver, so uh, that and he's just a character anyway. So, who knows what's going to happen in that locker room? Yeah, and and so looking forward to these games. Uh, how do you think they play out these next five? If you want to include the Utah so, game as well, that's going on tonight. Utah right now, we're up. Uh, the Thunder are up roughly ten points in the first quarter. So, I, but I think they'll beat Utah. I think they beat New Orleans. I think the letdown is at Denver. It's such a weird thing going from New Orleans, so it's right against the ocean. Then you go into Denver, which is a mile high in elevation, and it's you know a different time zone. All the, it's just tough to ask to travel like that. So I think they'll lose to uh, the Denver Nuggets because they're just such a weird team. But I think they get revenge on the Clippers at home, and I think they get uh, revenge on the Chicago Bulls at home. So I think this is a good little stretch. It's it's a testing stretch, so we'll know for sure by the end of it what we're looking at going forward. But I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that the, the timing that they're catching Denver is interesting because that team is either going to be way up because they've lost a few games and people are going to be starting to doubt them and they want to make this big, just this big statement win against Russ and PG and the Thunder. We are a legit team. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah, they and you know they want to do that, have this chip on their shoulder, but it could go the other way. I mean, this is a team that's already lost six straight in the season, and the season's young. Right. Yeah. And so and so to so they may this it's a team that may with some of the injuries they have may just end up kind of folding. So that's a game where if I think that the Thunder can can get off to a hot start. That, that they really take off. And then, obviously, I think they just pulverize Chicago. I think that's a 30- or 40-point game. You know, they the, the Bulls, the night after playing the Thunder, getting that I win, saw that. they got beat by 56 they by the They said it was like a franchise loss yeah, record. Yeah, and that, they, got, they got that new coach boiling. Uh, I guess things are boiling over in Chicago. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. Um, but uh, they, he pulled the starters when they were down 23, and they didn't play the last 21 minutes. Wow. And they were mad. I mean – Thunder fans, appreciate the fact that you have, you know, we may criticize Billy Donovan. Appreciate the fact that you have a competent head coach and a great front office because because a lot of teams around the league don't. Like the 10-year span that the Thunder's had has just been incredible to, to be able to lose guys and bring guys in. Like most front offices after taking a blow like KD would, would just, you know, just be left on their butt not knowing what to do and probably eventually get fired or quit. So, so just, just love this team for what it is because it's, it's great just top to bottom. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I'm looking at the standings right now in the West. The Thunder just a half game out of first place as we uh, as we go. This is um, Monday night uh, that we're recording this. So uh, those things change quickly This at this stage in the NBA. Everybody's yeah. pretty close together. Especially in the West. Yeah, especially in the West. The West has kind of been crazy this year. But I think it's going to be a good stretch for the Thunder. And uh, we said on our, on our pod, uh, the Sooners pod, we said... Uh, if you like the show, come come talk to us. Uh, we're on social media at OK Sports Podcast, yep. and uh, we would love to to hear what you got to say. Chase uh, added also, if you have anything bad to say, come at us. Yeah, we're ready. Uh, we're we're we got Twitter fingers. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're see. I'm a seasoned vet in terms of Twitter battles. Yeah, I don't know about you, but sometimes I well. I'll get into it with people. It just depends, yeah. and uh, so I'm ready to go at you. Same. There's a few keys. If 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 you see me tweet you and put my guy in there, oh, you know I'm about to come for you. That's so. the buddy thing. You know, I'm yeah. not your buddy, pal. That, Ex- yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah, go, I go full bad. white dad on you sometimes. You just got to be ready. So, uh, yeah, check us out oh, at OK Sports Podcast. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on SoundCloud. All three of those platforms now. Check us out there. Uh, whichever one's most convenient for you. I'm a big fan of Spotify myself. Same. I just like the way it looks. That's literally it. The sound quality is <laughs> the same on all of them. Uh, but you can subscribe anywhere that you please. And and thank you guys for uh, making this show possible. We have a lot of fun making it. And uh, enjoy sitting here and talking uh, thunder crap. Yeah, thunder crap. We love it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate you.